Welcome to Beauty and the Gi, the podcast about jujitsu and life on and off the mat. I am Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu brown belt still obsessed with jujitsu. The big question we are answering today is to gi or not to gi? <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> Isn't it? Always. Right? Yeah. Great. Where are we coming from today, Jen? We're in our new recording space today at the Nexus Impact Center in fabulous Indianapolis. It's fun. It's kind of fun to get out and podcast. From I know. It kind of changes location. the vibe a little bit. I like it. Yeah. It's fresh. Yeah. Fresh. <laughs> and exciting. Plus, there's all these colored pencils here that I keep taking notes with. That's fun. Yeah. And we're going to, I'm sure there's all sorts of like supplies. I love office supplies. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Such a nerd. <laughs> So who knows what kind of podcast magic we're going to make today. <laughs> now that we have colored pencils, it's uh, it the world is ours. <laughs> <laughs> there are also post-it notes, but they're all yellow. So I requested in my writer for more colorful post-it notes next time. <laughs> we'll have that for you, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Brown belt demands. <laughs> That's right. High maintenance. <laughs> that the white belt gladly obliges. <laughs> That's great. All right. So how did this come up? Well, I think it came up um, from doing the past few interviews with Christina and Elizabeth and Rachel mm -hmm. um, and just kind of talking to them about whether they prefer gi or no gi. Most of us that know Rachel know that she's always hated no gi. <laughs> she <laughs> joked on the podcast that you know, knowing her age should be in spandex head to toe. Um, and I was like, sure, the the one in perfect condition. Yeah, right. of course. <laughs> but she has actually started doing more nogi, trying to be a better leader and getting her girls to do nogi as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that like probably most people consider Elizabeth Clay to be a nogi competitor yeah. more um, but she did just win the fight to win belt not too long ago in the gi uh -huh. so um always cool but she didn't like no gi when she started yeah so and then christina also was saying that she really preferred the gi so this kind of came up you know and and you right like you were kind of right. talking so tell me your thoughts on gi versus no gi well i mean going back to rachel and just i i would rather you know leave a little more to the imagination we'll just say <laughs> So with gi, I like that I've actually got something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I think because I started with gi right. by training in Zionsville, and then it was like, oh, no gi's like something different. And then I do that periodically if I go down to Greenwood. So I think because I started with gi, I was just like, I prefer gi because that's what I'm used to. Yeah. And I might have some kind of clue of what to do. Yeah. I definitely have kind of, you know, gone back and forth throughout the years. Mm -hmm. um, it's one of those things like whatever you focus on. Right. Right. Uh, so if we're preparing for, you know, Nogi Worlds or Nogi Pans or something like that, then I'm in Nogi mindset and I'm, I prefer Nogi. If it's a tournament where I'm going to do Gi and Nogi, like Chicago Open or Vegas Open or something like that, I tend to just train more Gi still. Mm -hmm. And I've always said like, I train far more gi than no gi, but I compete better no gi. Why is that? I think it kind of boils down to just like the differences, you know, with gi, there are 
so many more moves, right? There's Mm -hmm. just a million things that you can do, which, you know, is a lot of fun. um, But then you have to choose what you're going to do. So your game plan, you know, you really have to narrow it down. With Nogi, there are less moves that you can do. So it's kind of easier to pick what what goes into my game plan, I guess. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, pros and cons, but like you said, you like having something to hold on to with the gi. Yeah. True. Same. But also I get choked with my own gi. (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) right. Also, somebody can really slow you down in the gi because they're they're holding you. So no gi, you, you know, you're able to move a little faster. I'm probably less fast in my old age. Not that I was ever fast, but I'm sure I'm slowing down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that that's part of it. Like I compete well no gi because they can't like hold on to me and right. um, choke me with my own gi. <laughs> but, you know, that also means that in no gi, you have to think faster, right? Like mm-hmm. even though there's less moves to think through, everything's moving at a faster pace. So that's kind of a pro and a con, but right. Yeah, I, I think just, for me, that's probably a con. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but once you, when you have your game plan, it's it's easier to, you know, think quickly and know what you're transitioning to or what somebody's trying to attack you with. Or, you know, you're never like, where is that lapel coming from? What are you choking me with? Are you choking mm-hmm. me with your gi or my gi? Like, <laughs> all of that is gone in no right. gi. So that's helpful. <laughs> I do think I've, I've improved in my gi competition, but... Before, I always said I just competed better no-gi. That's really so, interesting. Yeah. I will say my first no-gi competition ever, I think it was in like Cincinnati. I don't even remember what tournament it was, but it was the one where James got choked unconscious. It's the only super fight he's ever lost. He got choked unconscious and then they called my name to compete. So like he's just oh waking up and they're like, AJ Klingerman, you're up. Like, Great. <laughs> um, but... As I was getting dressed into my nogi clothes, I thought, well, I've never even done a nogi class. Never, never. That's- <laughs> so did it just come naturally to you that you had trained enough or? I mean, I I wouldn't say yes, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, like that's very early in my days of competing and I was still very bad at competing at that point. Uh-huh. So nothing went well that day. Right. Um, I, I don't think I won a match. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think it can, like there are a lot of things that transfer over. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of moves that you can do in both. So it could have been okay. And I always recommend, like if you're going to compete, do gi and no gi mm-hmm. in most tournaments. You're already there. You're already paying for it. Most tournaments are single elimination. So you want to make sure you get at least a couple matches. Most tournaments, it's like 10 or $15 extra to do no gi. Do both. Get the extra experience for yeah. sure. But maybe have a no gi game plan. <laughs> I can see where that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. I've talked to some of the students, like I've done private lessons and they're like, I've got a game plan. And they're telling me it's like loop chokes and, you know, cross chokes and all that. I'm like, what are you going to do in no gi? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I always think is funny, like a lot of people who don't really train, Right. Um, or are new to training, maybe they start in a nogi school or their wrestlers coming in or something, there is a lot of pushback in wearing a gi. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Especially from a wrestler, right? They they grew up in a singlet. Like, yeah. to, <laughs> a gi is very heavy. It's very, you know, you feel restricted. And so there's always that question of like, well, if it's like self-defense, I don't, you know, I wouldn't get in a fight with somebody wearing a gi. And James always jokes like, well, I live in Indiana and typically people are wearing clothes. <laughs> you know, that hoodie or that jacket or whatever. Yeah can be used just like a gi if I'm trying to, you know, cross choke someone or something like that. So that argument kind of goes out the window a little bit. Like you can still use those same types of techniques. Oh yeah. In a self-defense aspect. Yeah. One of the things that I really appreciate about you and you did it today while you were teaching and we were in gi, but it's really nice when you're like, and this is what you could do in no gi because then it at least gets me thinking because eventually I will wind up back in a no-gi class. But I really just from like from the student standpoint, really appreciate that because I'm not always thinking right, about that. It that. Transfers. Yeah. 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 I think it's helpful to learn moves and know like this is the same move I would do gi versus no gi. Even, you know, like I think about when I teach the intro uh, so I, we do a free private lesson with everyone that comes in the door. And I talk about that. I teach a lot of self-defense and what I'm teaching them in the intro is self-defense. Right. But I tell them it's the same exact stuff that I'm doing in a normal jujitsu class. Like these are the same moves I'm doing in jujitsu. And it's kind of the same with the gi versus no gi. Like I want you to know, yeah, I'm doing this shelf choke or I'm doing this wrist lock or I'm doing this, you know, whatever it is, rear naked choke. And I'm like, this is the same thing you do gi or no gi. Mm -hmm. So I do think that's helpful just to be able to look at it in that manner. And James is really good too about basically saying, you know, like if this were jujitsu, this is how you do it. If this is MMA, this is how you do it. If it's self-defense, this is what you do. Mm -hmm. So he kind of like tries to throw that in a lot of times in his teaching. And I try to pick that up too. He's a good one to steal from. He is. <laughs> he is. He's a great instructor. So I try to take a lot of notes about how he teaches. And that's, uh, Jess Sunia and I were talking about that a little bit today on our call is, you know, like trying to take notes in how people do things, what you like about what they do, what you would like to do better if it, you know, if you were doing it, but yeah, James is really good. He's also very good. And this came from the shutdown from having to teach out of our basement about doing a move uh, with your partner and then kind of showing it, if you're doing this by yourself, mm -hmm. this is what you do. Yeah. And I think that's really helped me break it down for new students in general. So they kind of see like without the other person, without their body, uh -huh. this is what I'm doing. So you can kind of see that. And we still have people doing solo drills and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's helpful to see how you break it down for just yourself. Now that you mentioned that, I think you're right because I noticed Today, when I got home and I wrote down all my notes, I felt like I retained a lot more than what I did because this week is my first week back on the mat in months because of people in my family having surgeries. And then I had shoulder surgery in December. So I am just now easing back into it and not drilling with anyone except the dummy Jeffrey <laughs> and but just being able to like really, it really forces me to think about where exactly does my foot need to go and what do I need to do with this arm and all of the things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And not having a partner, you know, like 
when you do have a partner, they're able to kind of check you a little bit or like they move enough for you to be in the right spot. Yeah. And, and sometimes you don't even realize it, mm-hmm. but that they're kind of readjusting so that your arm is in the right place or whatever. But when you're doing it by yourself, like you have to make all of those adjustments. So I think it's helpful to be able to break it down like that. Yeah. For, from a retention standpoint, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fill up that notebook in no time now. Yeah. <laughs> usually I would get home and I'd be like, what did we talk about? <laughs> what did we do? What did we do today? <laughs> I think there was a choke somewhere, but I don't know where to put my hands. And <laughs> You know, it's funny. There are a lot of schools, 10th Planet, for example, right, that just do no gi. I wonder if there's really any schools that just do gi. Is that a thing? Or do you think that everybody that does gi also trains some no gi? I don't know. Let us know. Let us friends. know. If you train at a school that doesn't offer any no gi, that there's never a time where you take off your gi tops and roll no gi even. We want to know. Because I bet that people that never train any no gi are very hesitant to do it. Yeah. What do you think it is about no gi? Does it just make you nervous? Is there something about it that scares you? Like, what do you think it is that makes you hesitant? I just don't do it enough. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that had I started with that or... If I'd started with Nogi or if I was just going to class regularly, mm-hmm. like if I lived closer to Greenwood, right. I would go definitely go do more Nogi and I would go to wrestling on yeah. Friday night. Yeah. But since I'm way up here, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Right. Um, and I'm just happy to be back two days a week right I'm now. I'm so happy you're back. It's so great to have you back in like... It feels so much better to talk about jujitsu when you're actually doing jujitsu. I bet that is helpful. It really is. Who knew? Right? Yeah. It's funny if you, one thing that I will say is easier about gi is if you're late to class or late to comp training or something like that and they're in gis, it's not so bad. But if they're no gi and you're late, it stinks to come in when everybody else is soaked with sweat and you're dry. (laughs) That is not my favorite thing. (laughs) So be on time. Exactly. Um, And I do, you know, I do like the aspect of feeling securely covered in the gi. Yes. And that's where I think like from a no gi standpoint, singlets are really nice because if I'm wearing a singlet under my spats and rash guard, I Mm -hmm. feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. I don't feel like, you know, my rash guard's going to ride up or my pants are going to come down. And, <laughs> you know, so I think that there is some comfort there that I would highly recommend. You know, do you have a favorite? Yeah. I mean, I actually wear a bathing suit. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting that same one. Yeah. It's great. I probably have six now, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I on the mat twice a day, multiple days a week, but I love it. There, it's so this bathing suit and we can post a link probably yeah, in the show notes. Yeah. Um, we, Jen, <laughs> uh, but it's like kind of looks like a singlet basically, but it's sh- shorts on the bathing suit and it, they're short shorts. I didn't like the long versions. That's why I didn't really like an actual singlet because mm-hmm. I felt like my legs were going to fall off because they were so tight on my thighs, oh, you know, yeah. like it's just very tight. But yeah, I love these. And you know, if you're, training in Hawaii or something. You can just go right to the beach afterwards. Perfect. (laughs) I mean, get the most out of it. Exactly. (laughs) How much no gi are we going to do at camp? 
So Elizabeth is going to do a Nogi session. And I think at least one of the days for the next gen girls will be Nogi. So I think Sunday will be Nogi for them. Um, maybe Friday as well. We Partially because a lot of our next gen girls don't have a ton of geese. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to figure out like, it's hard to wash the geese when you're at the hotel. Right. And so um, we might just have them wear geese only on Saturday. That's still in the works. We're still trying to figure that out, but that's probably the plan. For the adults, we'll at least have one Nogi session. Elizabeth is now teaching on Sunday. If you've listened to any of our last three podcasts, it's all changed and when <laughs> everyone is going. I think it's finalized now, though. Christina Barlon, Friday night. Rachel Casillas, Saturday morning. Me, Saturday afternoon. And then Elizabeth Clay on Sunday. And so, yeah, just that Nogi on Sunday then. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rest of us will run Gi. We joked that Rachel would do no gi, <laughs> just, you know, just for fun. <laughs> she joked like uh, maybe everybody would worry that she forgot she hated no gi. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the last episode, you need to go back and yes. listen to why that's funny. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's Rachel has a great sense of humor. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's I, I thought that was cute. I, but we were worried that most people wouldn't realize how much she hates Nogi. And mm-hmm. so it would only be funny to like our girls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just the ones that have been around her enough. But and yeah. where are where where are you with camp at capacity levels? Yep. So as of recording this, we mm-hmm. are at about 75% capacity and our next gen is sold out. Really? Yeah. How yeah. exciting is that? It's very exciting. I'm I'm so excited about it. I'm thrilled. I think it's I'm pleased that we're, you know, as far along as we are with the adults, like it's going to be great. We're doubling our mat space. We're doubling our, our more than doubling our room size. Yeah. Everything's coming along really well. We have some, uh, we have a new workshop instructor. Her name's Darian and I love her. She's amazing. I haven't met her in person, but God, I love her. She's so together. Um, but she's going to do one on like injury prevention and um, like rehab and stuff. So oh, nice. Very excited to have her. That's going to come in handy. Right. I think yeah. it's going to be really good. I, you know, I am aware in the past I have done a bad job of taking time off when I get hurt, but I'm doing much better and I'm trying to be a better leader about mm-hmm. it because that's really what pushed me to be better you know, I can do whatever I want to my body, but my girls were seeing what I was doing and they were like, I can still train. It doesn't matter that my ribs are broken or that, (laughs) you know, I have to tape, like cast my ankle in order to train. Like, you know, yeah, it was too much. And, and I know that I provided that environment. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm doing better. And I thought that it would be really good to bring actually me. It was all Risser's idea. Thank you. She's amazing. You know, she had the idea. We've been trying to figure out different workshops and she was like, this would be really cool. And I was like, I love that. Um, And then she posted, you know, do we have any physical therapists, chiropractors, whatever in the group? And that's kind of how we started looking. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I can tell you just from being back on the mat for, you know, a whole two days now, (laughs) I want to go back and I want to do mm-hmm. all the things. I'm like, oh, well, I could probably just, you know, I could try this. Yeah. And and I feel like there's kind of that fine line of let's test it. Like when you 
tested me. Like, we're like, let's just see where I am with an Americana right. in my shoulder. Yep. And I knew that, you know, yeah, you would I use good common sense. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you knew that I would be very safe for you. Right. And, you know, I was going to go very slowly and I couldn't even get your hand to the ground. God, and I was, it was like, awful. <laughs> Well, now we know where you are. Right. But like same with grip fighting, right? Yeah. Like you knew you were safe with me. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to pull on that arm. I wasn't going, you know. So yeah. you you work with people you're safe with. You you make good decisions. It is very hard. Yeah. But because the temptation it. is yeah. just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that you would know anything about that. I just got released to start rolling a little more recently. And um, like Mariah and Anne both said, this is the first time we've rolled with you since we got our blue belts in October. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, that's so sad, but <laughs> I think I'll be much better for it. Obviously. I right. Think. Now I'm like, oh God, now they're blue belts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing, though. Right. You know, like uh, a lot of times, you know, you get your blue belt and you're like, of course you have imposter syndrome, but right. all of the white belts are like, oh, thank God I don't have to fight them now. <laughs> right. Party time. Right. <laughs> get out of my division. <laughs> Y'all have fun up there. <laughs> It's funny, Andrea, Mariah, and Anne, three of our girls are in the same division now. Yeah. They're all the same weight. They're all the same <laughs> rank. Like, yeah, they're going to have some fun together. Yeah, they so. are. Do you have an on-the-mat tip for us this week? Definitely my on-the-mat tip is just to try both. Like, if you only do gi, if maybe your school only do, does gi, find a place you can cross-train and do no gi or vice versa. Um, but try both out. Like, I think that both have their place. Like you should be doing both. And if you think about it, like all of the big MMA fighters, all of the professional UFC fighters all train in a gi. They all also do no, or gi and no gi. Like it's important to do both. Yeah. Makes you a much more well-rounded competitor or just jujitsu person. There you go. Yeah. How about off the mat? Do you have an off the mat tip? I do. And it kind of goes back to just being open to trying new things and getting out of your comfort zone because, you know, the stories that we make up in our head Mm -hmm. before we actually go try to do something are probably not accurate. So be willing and be open to go out and try something new this week. I like that. Okay. I like that. If you go out and try something new, let us know what it is. Oh, yeah. Post it and tag us on Instagram. Where can they find us on Instagram? Well, I'm hanging out there at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman everywhere you look. And you can find us together at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. And we have a Facebook group that if you have not joined it yet, join the Beauty and the Gee Gang. Very good. And we will see you on on the the mat. mat.